Mythology friends. I'm Kate. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the Mythology Gals. Drunk Mythology Gals. Oh, that's kind of old hat. Yeah. Yeah. Very comfortable. Like an old pair of like worn out sneakers that have been worn to the nub by (laughs) walking how many miles. (laughs) So we're back. We didn't mean to miss January. We didn't. But we did. Yeah. Wow. Like we didn't even put anything out at the beginning of January. No, we did. We did FU 22 and that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, oh boy, did did we pay for that. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So Um, no, we did a Patreon. That was it. Okay. But. All right. Yeah. So. (laughs) We're both like having the standoff of who's going to go first. All right. Let's just put it this way. Jen had a birthday and everybody got COVID. (laughs) Fuck you, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the irony is we didn't get COVID Disney. Or that we know of. That we can pinpoint. Right. There's so many different possible avenues that it could have come at. Jen very nearly started a spreadsheet. Oh, God, yes. I nearly started a... I was... Yeah. I was about to start a spreadsheet. Um, Anything to deflect from my birthday party (laughs) being a super spreader. (laughs) I will not... Go down that way. (laughs) (laughs) I will not die on that hill. Um, Yeah. But basically, uh, yeah, I had COVID. Um, I'm at the very tail end of it. Uh, This is the start of week three, but, you know. um, Or is it start of week four? (laughs) Three and a half, actually. I've I've lost Uh, count. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, I did Paxlovid. I've got all my shots. I've got my boosters. I got Evershield. Yeah. I got like everything on board. And eh, it wasn't the most fun I've ever had, but it certainly wasn't the worst. Agreed. Yes. So we went to Disney, Kate and I, for my milestone birthday. Yep. And we had the most amazing time, or at least I did. I, it was incredible. It and was, yes, she cried. Oh, every day. There were <laughs> daily bets in our group about like how many times she was going to cry <laughs> that day. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just, I think we mentioned this before the trip that I, I just, I am a sucker for the magic. Mm-hmm. I, I drink the Kool-Aid. I buy into it. Yep. I, I drive onto the property I think you got video of that. I got video of it. And you literally started crying. I start crying. Mm -hmm. As we, as it's like 930 at night. Yeah. We've been to Ikea. We've driven (laughs) all the way down. Yes. And we pull through that arch that says, welcome to Walt Disney World. And I just start bawling. Yep. (laughs) And that's, yeah, because I all in on the magic. And I'm getting choked up right now, just reminiscing and recalling the experience. Yes. I mean, just being there, like you and I together, like it was 
absolutely incredible. We had so much fun and we yes. were extremely careful. Like we literally masked the entire time, mm -hmm. um, you know, so which kind of makes me mad because <laughs> it meant I protected Florida from right. COVID. What? <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> yeah. And it, we turned, we realized, we or we learned, <clears throat> we suspected, but we learned that you and I are pretty good travel buddies. We really are. Like, uh, yeah. we mesh well. And I don't think we got on each other's nerves at all. Like I, we're just both yeah. pretty like chill. Yeah. We both kind of run out of gas at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's like the end of the day, we're both just kind of quiet. Yeah. And, and we did great on the car trip, nine yeah. hours each way. Like that was yeah. easy. That flew by. Yeah. That was so easy. Thanks yeah. to Bob, the truck driver, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Or or is that a Patreon? That's a Patreon exclusive. But if you want to hear the story of Bob the truck driver, it'll be over on Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. And so but, then we get home from Disney. Well, home back here to Raleigh. Yeah. And have a big old birthday bash with a whole bunch of my dear treasured friends. Um, and it was, what, 24 hours later? Or, well, for me the very next morning I woke up with a sore throat. Yeah, I felt I started feeling it that night, but I okay. just thought I had a post nasal drip. Yeah. Yeah. Sore throat. <laughs> and I'm like, eh. but yeah, yeah. you know, we, but we, we protected you do as it much again? as we could. You got to right. live. And, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, I got sick. Mom got sick. Mom's recovering. She's doing well. Um, yeah. Eric Sam and last. Lucy got sick here. Uh, Violet, she never tested positive, though I think she may have had it, but her symptoms just so incredibly low yeah. that it wasn't going to register. But Lucy, funny story about Lucy. So when I tested positive and I was like, oh, crap. And I spent a whole bunch of time in the car with Lucy just the day before mm. yesterday. Lucy, yep. you should probably test. Well, she takes a test and sure enough, she's testing positive. Mm -hmm. And th that's like on a Tuesday. By Thursday, she's already restless. She's going stir crazy because we went and picked <laughs> her up, brought her to the house. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> I need to get back to my college life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so Friday morning. She takes a test, and I'll be damned if that thing wasn't already negative coming up clear. God damn it. <laughs> She's like, ha, I defeated lose COVID. <laughs> she goes, I defeated COVID by my sheer will and determination. Now take me back to school. <laughs> Either that or the monodromes. COVID saw the monodromes and was like, oh, shit, I don't want to be around that. That's right. But yeah. yeah. So we're recovering. Eric is the last man standing here. Um, <laughs> you know, hopefully he won't get it. But yeah. Him so and Violet. <laughs> January was kind of uh, off. Right. <laughs> really off. Yeah. And we're uh, still, like you said, still recovering. So you may hear little bits of, you know, us clearing our throat or I'll try to mute if I have to clear my throat and it also explains my why my voice is like half an octave lower <laughs> <laughs> oh i was doing a great kathleen turner oh yeah i'm like hello lauren bacall 
<laughs> anyway, but we're back and yeah. we actually have a relatively timely episode. And I have not looked ahead in the notes. I have oh, no you're going to be so rewarded for your for. restraint. <laughs> I just know it's Twitter was mentioned. Yes. Twitter rocks and rage. Oh, okay. All right. So, whatever. <laughs> so I got a call from a friend last week and she was all excited <laughs> and telling me to get on Twitter because Sisyphus was trending. And when would there be a better time to ride the hashtag wave to promote our show? Because it's not every day huh. that like a fringe character from Greek mythology makes it to the top of the hashtag pile. Oh, Um. And she wasn't wrong. Sisyphus was trending. And okay. for the worst reasons. Uh-oh. But that's okay, because that's what we're here for. Protecting the innocent from CrossFit and multi-level marketing schemes through truth and knowledge. Oh, my God. <laughs> or something like that. So, yeah, this week, we're going to talk about the myth of Sisyphus. Okay. But first... I feel like this name has come up previously. You Are might have heard it into that? in... There, you know... You ever hear of pushing the boulder up the hill, or it's a Sisyphean task, or, you know, mm -hmm. it's kind of become a concept that works okay. its way into everyday language. Um, okay. Maybe all will be revealed as we get all into it. All will be revealed. But first, I'll, I'll try to be patient. <laughs> I want to welcome a new Patreon Pantheon member. Yes, that's right. We have a new member over on Patreon. That's whoop, whoop. right. And just like all Patreon members, you get your own personal fiefdom of divinity. <laughs> That's so right. So we would like to welcome Elizabeth, goddess of mildly disapproving dogs. <laughs> All right. Because she showed us some pictures of her pup and he does not approve. It's oh, not that's that he's right. mad. He's just a little disappointed. <laughs> I remember seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Elizabeth. Yay, welcome. Yay. So, and uh, if you'd like to become a member of the Pantheon over on Patreon, yes. uh, check us out. What's the link, Jen? Oh, crap. Isn't it? Um, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. <laughs> it's legit. Our name. Isn't it? Patreon.com slash Drunk Mythology Gals? It is. Ding, 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 ding. You Yay! get a gold star. <laughs> a gold star. And uh, finally, sacrifices to Odin. Oh, my God. The the constant coughing. Or it's <clears throat> like we mentioned. Yeah, that. That noise. Yeah, the it's the little dry tickle. Or that slight trickle. Yeah. <laughs> just, tickle, tickle. It, yeah. It's just the last little literal gasp. <laughs> yes. That. Yeah. It ah, uh, yeah, it's annoying. Annoying, annoying, annoying. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. And for me, it's the fatigue. Like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm much better, but I still have about 15 minutes where I can be on my feet doing stuff and then I have to like sit down and rest for a little bit. Like it's just a slow recovery, but slow yeah. and steady. Yeah. You can do that. Like just driving my mom to go visit my dad. Exhausting. Was that yesterday? That was yesterday, right? Yeah. I think yeah, that, that was, was yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's just driving. It's not like I was up and, you know, walking 20 miles. It was driving. Yeah. I got home and I was worn out. Exactly. And I was like, okay. 
So yeah. anyway, um, so this should be interesting. Oh, it's going to be you, fun. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> Mucinex chased by a shot of Jack. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, are you? <laughs> uh, well, not today. I'm kidding today. Um, but no, seriously, I'm drinking tea with honey and lemon and maybe a little shot of Jack. There it, you it's go. It's vintage NyQuil, basically. Right? <clears throat> yeah. So I have um, Sleepy Time Peach. Uh, I believe that's Celestial oh, brand. Oh, I've been drinking that too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to, what is it Celestial? Celestial Seasonings. Okay, yeah, that's the brand. Shout yeah. out to their Sleepy Time Peach. I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah. and I put I went through a honey. whole box. <laughs> yeah, put honey in it, and I kind of bounce between vodka, yeah, and a little bourbon, yeah, or what whatever is easy to grab. <laughs> you know, the effort of reaching to the upper shelf. Not worth the fatigue. Nope. Nope. And so, there, yeah, it's, oh, look, there's a bottle of vodka just down here on the counter. It's and just it's sitting already there, open. staring just, at me. Yeah. Like, that'll work. Sure. Okay. Cool. All right. Um. Yes. So we're supposed to do a disclaimer. And yeah. usually I, I take notes to make it witty. And I completely spaced that part out. So let's <laughs> see what I can come up with on the fly here. So do not drink and drive cars, chariots, eight-legged horses, 18-wheeler tractor trailers in the left lane on I-95 North. Unless your name is Bob. Unless your name is Bob. And you can hear all about that over on Patreon. Um, yeah, just don't drink and drive whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get started. A long time ago, when the world was young and shit was already pointless. Oh, boy. Okay. So, why was Twitter all a Twitter? Oh. I got COVID brain. I do what I want. I do what I want uh. anyway, but I love this excuse. <laughs> but why was it all a Twitter about Sisyphus? How does a 3,000-year-old myth make its way to the top of the meme pile? Okay. So first off, one-sentence summary of the myth. Some dude named Sisyphus pisses off Zeus and has to push a boulder up a hill for eternity, trapped in an endless cycle of trying to but never actually reaching the summit. Got it? Um, okay. Yeah. It, it's basically futility. Gotcha. Okay. Now, <clears throat> over on TikTok... User Awaken Atlas, and I'm pretty sure Atlas has been awake for the last 3,000 years, kind of hard to sleep with the world literally on your shoulders. Okay, thanks. Bye. Posted a <laughs> video that got reposted to Twitter. Okay. Basically, she said, We've got the myth of Sisyphus all wrong. Instead of being an allegory about punishment and futility, she is telling us that we totally missed the girl boss rise and grind point of the myth. Oh, my God. Flip it. Turn that frown upside down. Capitalism. Work harder, not smarter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have, like, rage bubbling up. <laughs> I told you, rage rocks in Twitter. Oh, no. So let's start with her caption for her video, which name drops Albert Camus. The famous French philosopher who, wait for it, wrote a book 
1942, all about the myth of Sisyphus and its interpretation and meaning as it relates to our quest to find meaning in life. Oh, dear. Other Jen, would you please read <clears throat> Awaken Atlas's caption for us? Okay. Camus, is that the right? Camus. Camus. Camus was like this close. I I don't even know how to really... What? It She's says like, Camus was like this. He was so close but missed the boat. Question mark, question mark, question mark, close. This, oh my God. Like, is she a millennial? Yes. Oh my God, I knew it. No, no offense to no shade on the millennials. millennials. No shame on millennials that are, you know, trying to not be the stereotype because oh my, I just dug well, a hole. Kate, but get he, me out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get you out because it's not that she's millennial or she's young or whatever. It's, um, I mean. It's it's a big swing to say that apparently one of the greatest modern philosophers got it wrong. Like, honey, you're going to yeah. swing that for the fence, have the receipts. <laughs> Mixing right. my metaphors, but you know what I mean? Like, I know yeah. she's being quasi-sarcastic, but that only works if you're anywhere close to being quasi-right. Yeah. So yeah. what did she say in her video that caused Classics Twitter to basically lose its collective mind? And I am a member of Classics Twitter. Like, I follow all okay. the hashtags. I I lost my mind as soon as I saw it, too. And I'm not going to play the video as a sound clip because I'm here to help, not harm. <laughs> so let's just go with the key quote. So, okay. Jen, will you please read the snippet from her amazing insight? Oh, my God. Okay. We're... Oh, you know what? I should be totally doing this in Southern Baptist Mean Girl accent, shouldn't I? It, you know what? Everything is open to interpretation, apparently, so go for it. <laughs> okay. We're kind of missing the point of the Sisyphus myth. He gets stronger. The point is that we are free to imagine him happy because he is. Oh my God. <laughs> I can imagine the sky is puce. <laughs> but is it? But it's not. <laughs> I mean, look, if you want to write Sisyphus fan fiction in your head and reinterpret the myth and, you know, do that because you don't like the ending of the story, go right ahead. No yes. one is going to yuck your yum for that. Truly. Fan Fan fiction is a massive staple of, God, I've lost vocabulary. It's been too long since we've recorded. Right. <laughs> but it, it, I get it. I get what you're saying. You know, you can have your opinion. You can have your own story ending. You can put it on TikTok, Twitter, or get it as a tattoo. No problem. The <laughs> issue here right. is that she is wrong. Like, there's right. a legit right and wrong to the meaning of this myth. Why? It's like she's trying to change basic arithmetic. Two yes. plus two is equal to four. It is not Give equal to 12. Four plus or minus 0.5. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's no, it's four. Right? But the myth tells yeah. us its meaning. No, it's, yeah. And, I mean... We have 
history, context, and literally millennia of scholarly analysis. Millennia. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'll get into this a little bit more later. And I'm not trying to shame her, but, you know, part of what made Twitter lose its mind is she came back and was like, oh, y'all mad? I'm doubling down. Oh, dear. Yeah. And Oh, dear. But that's a whole other <laughs> visceral reaction that's oh, not dear. related to the myth. So let's Got it. talk about the myth. Yes. So the funny part about the myth of Sisyphus is that what everybody mostly remembers is the very end. Like okay. literally him being sentenced to push the boulder uphill is like the last two minutes of the Soprano series ending. It's all anybody ever talks about. <laughs> However, okay, for a mortal, Sisyphus got around surprisingly a lot in ancient Greek mythology and literature and drama, putting in an appearance okay. in a number of myths, being name dropped in plays. Like it, he even made it into a, a bit from Socrates. Like, yeah. Oh. And warning: almost everyone in these myths turns out to be morally dubious shitbags, but that shouldn't be a surprise by now. And that is about as close to a disclaimer as we're ever going to get, because we're talking about Greek mythology. You should know what you're getting into by now. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we get references to Sisyphus in Homer's Iliad. Remember 800 BCE? Oh, maybe we talked, maybe the name came up when we talked about that. Uh, I don't think so. He might come up when we're talking a little bit about Prometheus and the Titans and... Okay. But... You, anyway, you know, he pops up an annoying amount, I've tr- it turns out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we also have fragments that fill in various parts of his story across a number of myths that come through Pausanias, the guy who wrote that big old tourism guide that we mentioned in our episodes I remember about that the fucking Roman holiday. Yes, I remember that name. Uh, he also shows up in Pseudo Apollodorus, Pseudo Hygienus, Ovid, Aeschylus, uh, and there are lots of mentions and repeats and other sources, but these are the main earliest sources for him. And like I said, even Aeschylus, the Greek tragic playwright, got some digs in through fragments of a play. Um, unfortunately, the play itself doesn't survive because it's actually called Sisyphus. Oh. <laughs> and it's, it's uh, I'll have to put a pin in that because it turns out it's one of those fascinating missing documents that you know we know about and we have a few fragments about but we will never actually know what the play was and unless we discover you know a horde of scrolls with it oh yeah okay kind of sad but so sisyphus started life as a prince in the city state of thessaly okay not bad um he had a or peninsula of Thessaly, whatever. This is this is not verifiable as a historical fact. It is simply verifiable that these are the earliest references in mythology that we have. Okay. So he had a bunch of brothers and sisters who end up with minor myths of their own, but never re- really become memeable. So if you dig long and hard enough, you can probably find some divinity somewhere in his ancestry. But for the most part, he comes across as just a regular mortal prince. But he totally scores when it comes to his wife. He marries one of the Pleiades. Um, okay. 
Pleiades as in the Pleiades, as in astronomy, stars? Oh. You've ever heard of the Pleiades meteor shower? That sounds a little familiar. Yeah, it's one of the like bigger, more visible meteor showers in the northern hemisphere, different times of oh. year, I think. I'm not entire I I've heard of the Pleiades meteor shower, but basically a bunch of nymphs, minor goddesses, blah blah blah, okay. end up in the stars. Interesting. And All right. Her name was Marope or Maropi, depending on how oh. you want to pronounce it. Okay. She is the daughter of, and here's where you might have heard a little bit of cross-pollination, daughter of Atlas. Oh. And I'd be like, uh, Sisyphus, dude, run. This is not a good sign. This is the <laughs> dumbass Titan who went against Zeus in the big battle when Zeus was fighting Kronos and the other Titans, and right. Atlas was on the losing side. And so his punishment is to uh, hold up Earth yeah. for all of eternity. Yeah. And so she's the daughter of Atlas and Plyone, who's the daughter of Tethys, the ocean. Blah, blah, blah. We don't really care. Um, okay. He and Marope had a couple of kids. And fun little aside, remember mm -hmm. our episode In for a Penelope, In for a Pound? Oh, yes. And Penelope puts off all the suitors who are trying to get her to marry them, thinking that Odysseus has been gone for 20 years and is probably dead, so she's fair game, blah, blah, blah. Penelope's gambit is to weave a shroud, just to have on hand, right, um, for her father-in-law, Laertes. Yes, I remember this. And she so, does, and it's like, she makes it a really slow process. And she unravels part of it every night. Yes. So while pretty much Everyone agrees that Laertes is the father of Odysseus. Plutarch, oh. writing in the 2nd century CE, is like, actually, Sisyphus was the father of Odysseus. Interesting. But also Plutarch was a Roman, so... Fuck, fuck the Romans. The Romans. <laughs> also... Oh. Everything is related in mythology and usually incestually. So who knows? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Sisyphus, the prince, becomes the king and founder of the city kingdom of Corinth. Oh, I've heard of that name. That's right. And I've got a little uh, snippet from Google Maps. You have a map and it's to scale. <laughs> That's not because I didn't try. <laughs> so what I see is the the you are here dot. Yep. <laughs> I love calling it a you are here dot, even though it's on a map of somewhere else in the world and we are not there. Um, spiritually. <laughs> there you go. Spiritually, we are there. It is just a, a little jaunt west of Athens. Yep. That's really it it looks like a little a little peninsula. I would have to zoom in. It's called my... an isthmus. That little Okay, I didn't know if it was. I'm having to zoom in. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm... basic basically I'm now old and can't see. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I got reading glasses. <laughs> when I went to get my contacts, I was like, fuck my life. Yes. Any hoozy. Um, no. So the reason Corinth has always been kind of like a key player is because mm -hmm. it is, you know, right on the isthmus that connects um, the northern uh, peninsula of Greece with the southern peninsula of Greece. Right. And yeah. um, if you're 
sailing from Europe in and trying to get to Athens instead of sailing all the way around um you know the bottom peninsula you just sail through the little channel drop your stuff in Corinth and sail on back ah yes and th- is there a like a canal there no but it's it's not you know it's much easier to cart it that you know shorter distance over that gotcha. well established travel path from Corinth to Athens than to, you know, risk another, you know, week at sea trying to get around, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the peninsula. So anyway, um, Sisyphus promoted commerce and navigation, and he founded the Isthmian Games, held every two years in honor of Poseidon. Oh, hi, shitbag god. Yeah. And that was actually part of the whole Olympic cycle. So the Isthmian Games were like, you know, every two years so they'd happen in conjunction with the olympics and then in every two years in between the olympics but to no one's surprise who studies history and mythology sisyphus turned out to be a pretty shitty human being oh okay (laughs) this ain't disney like why can't we get at least one you know well i mean there are a few but they're just (laughs) (laughs) they're in the minority (laughs) yeah so to start with he hated his brother salmoneus aka salmonella salmonella (laughs) (laughs) sisyphus hated him to the point he consulted the oracle of delphi about how to kill him oh dear okay if you ever watch or listen to any true crime or, you know, crime mystery procedural TV, the first rule is never leave a record of your conversation asking if anyone knows a good hitman. <laughs> right. You don't put that in text. Right. <laughs> you don't email that. <laughs> Especially not in a way that will follow you 3,000 years later. <laughs> right. So I kind of wasn't joking when I mentioned incest because... Uh-oh. The Oracle of Delphi told Sisyphus that the best way to kill Salmonella was to, to seduce his daughter Tyro, oh, yes, his dear. niece, and the sons she would bear would do the job for him. Oh my God. Jen, I know you have questions at this point. I'm afraid to ask any questions. <laughs> I mean, first of all, this is the stupidest plan I've ever heard. Oh, and I'm pretty okay. sure the Oracle is trolling him. I mean, First, you have to seduce her. Then you have to get her pregnant. Then you have to spend a minimum of 15 to 16 years raising the kids and making sure you both gaslight them adequately and train them to be super assassins. Like, that's a long fucking time to have to wait for your revenge. Like, just hire it. Go to Angie's List or whatever. (laughs) Craig's List. (laughs) You know? Oh, my God. But seriously, oh my like, God. it okay, here's yeah. how you do it, but it's going to take you 16, 17 years to get it done. Yeah. Talk about a long game. Oh, my <laughs> right? goodness. Oh, my but goodness. In the end, Tyro discovers Uncle Sisyphus's actual motives, and she kills the mm. kids she has by him. Oh, my God. And she's no better. it's complicated she's no better but oh my god it's complicated so yeah Yeah, it's a bit of moral outrage we're just gonna have to put in pin in for another time oh my god this alone (sighs) could have earned him his punishment and is 
in some circles considered one of the factoring one of the origin myths of his uh punishment okay. but we're just getting started oh dear he takes it to another level uh well <clears throat> you'll see so sisyphus wasn't always such a dumbass unfortunately okay why is it that assholes are often clever i hate that anyway mm-hmm. yeah so hermes you've heard that okay. name messenger He's god the, for zeus yeah the dude with like he the flies wings. around yeah yeah but he's also kind of the loki counterpart in terms of being a trickster god okay. like hey no a lot for like being sly being a thief playing word games tricking you know mm-hmm. basically this- never buy a used car from hermes <laughs> this sounds familiar got it <laughs> so hermes had a son uh autolycus uh <laughs> i'm reading it i'm looking at the the spelling and uh, auto like auto 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 and uh, you just said don't buy a used car from hermes and then auto <laughs> is like name <laughs> and yeah um yeah. okay how did you say it again i'm going to go with a more dignified <laughs> side of it because he did pull one over on sisyphus because um okay autolycus autolycus I mean, it could be Autolycus, sure. but okay. whatever. Um, he was like the master thief of the gods, like Tom Cruise dropping from a bungee cord good kind of thief. So Auto Hermes dude. was stealing, famous for stealing too. Okay. Usually other people's and gods herds of cattle and sheep. Um, and okay. Autolycus took after dear old dad and decided to steal Sisyphus's herd of cattle. Oh, I'm not saying that Sisyphus didn't totally deserve to have his shit stolen, but, you know. Anyway, there was no way to trace who was stealing the cattle, no clues, no nothing. Apparently, whoever was stealing them was even changing the appearance of the the cattle to be untraceable. Like, they, uh, Autolycus (laughs) changed the color of the horns from white to black, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my goodness. But because it was so undetectable, it was obviously Autolycus. (laughs) Right. Because logic. I guess. Uh, Whatever. Anyway. They didn't have VIN numbers on them back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Next time I see a, a, a bull, I'm going to check its horn for VIN numbers. <laughs> I'm just carrying, no, on Jack. The, <laughs> just carrying on the auto, the automobile analogy. <laughs> no one put a, uh, what was, what was that club? The club thing Oh. No one put a club on the horns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was called the club. Was it called the club? I, I remember think... having that. And like every time I would smack myself with it when I was trying to wrestle it off the <laughs> steering wheel, I'm like, God damn it, this fucking thing. I was going to end up like giving myself a concussion with it instead of preventing a car theft. <laughs> anyway, Autolycus was like, wasn't me, bitch. Prove it. Right. And Sisyphus was like, check the bottom of their hooves, bitch. That's where the VIN number is. <laughs> I'm going to kill Kate. <laughs> She's gone into a coughing fit. <laughs> Drink some tea. Have some tea. We'll just sit here and chuckle for a minute. <laughs> Imagining the, the VIN numbers on the bottom of the hooves. <laughs> and legit, that's what he did. He put oh. his mark on the bottom of their hooves. <laughs> so 
that's that. He got his cattle back. Doesn't sound like Autolycus was punished or anything or that there were any consequences for either of them. It's just kind of that simmering rage, like when your neighbor finally brings back the weed whacker and you can't really say anything. Oh, surprise. Nothing is new. (laughs) Not even VIN numbers. (laughs) So now we have incest, murder, and grand theft cattle. (laughs) (laughs) We are done with the little amuse-bouche or hors d'oeuvre myths and are about to dig into the entree, if you will. Okay. past my lunchtime and I'm hungry. Whatever. (laughs) So I'm about to bring back one of your favorite things, Jen. Uh oh. It's been a long time since I laid one of these on you. Uh oh. How Sisyphus came to be pushing the rock up the hill has multiple origin stories. Oh, fuck. God damn it, Kate. <laughs> oh. <sighs> anyway. How many? Uh, well, three. Uh, it's not sort horrible, of. but <laughs> it's worse than two. Right. Um, two, you can kind of be uh, okay. Three, like you guys. I mean, just... let's call it two and a half. So the first okay. is the plot to murder Salmonella. Mm-hmm. But honestly, in Greek histo mythology, who wasn't trying to sleep with one family member while trying to murder another? I mean, if yeah, that earns like a, a boulder theme. up the hill, everybody would be pushing a boulder up the hill. So yeah, put that to one so side. We're only giving that one half credit. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. The other two remaining stories, though differing a little bit in plot, actually uh, share the same theme. Oh. Cheating death. Oh. So, quick aside here, um, and I'm going to do this because I don't think I've done this before in other episodes, but we need to clarify Mm -hmm. a couple things. Oh, okay. Death, as in the end of life or, uh, yeah, end of life in Greek mythology, is personified by Thanatos. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Hello, Marvel. Yes. Oh my God. <gasps> yeah. Holy shit. Like, do we need to go down that little we tangent? can we can do it on a Patreon deep dive. <gasps> I'm writing it down. Write that writing shit down, girl. Down. Writing it down. So Thanatos is the Grim Reaper. He's the one who's like, poof, you're dead. Oh, fuck. Kate, you're killing me. Now, Hermes is also, uh, he moonlights. He has a side gig because, it, you know, even back then, even the gods had to have a gig economy. Um, (laughs) uh, He was the one who would, like, usher some soul, certain souls into the uh, afterworld. You know, he's like, ah, you probably need an afterlife GPS. That's me. <laughs> He's the afterlife GP, GPH. <laughs> um, he'll get you to the banks of the river Styx. Um, so Thanatos is death. Hades okay. mm-hmm. is the god of the underworld. Okay. So he's like the administrator. Yes. He is the CEO <laughs> of the underworld. Okay. Okay. Thanatos is like the outside sales force. <laughs> oh. Okay. Gotcha. Now, the okay. corporation of the underworld is called Tartarus. Oh. So okay. when you see people saying, you know, Hades instead of hell, that's incorrect. Mm. I mean, it's correct 
in as much as the original error has kind of become casually codified as a colloquialism. And oh my God, that's so much alliteration. Wow. Um, (laughs) But Hades, as you can remember, is the is the brother of Zeus. Right. He is. I remember that. He is actually an Olympian god. Yes. But his fiefdom, his corporation, is the underworld, which is Tartarus. Now, Tartarus is kind of a multinational. It's a complex multi-corporation system that has magic, riches like gems and metals, uh, fantastical beasts, uh, nymphs that live down in Tartarus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hecate, uh, the goddess of dark magic, lives down there, like... And yes, it does have the Elysian Fields, which is kind of like a little gated community within Tartarus where the good people go for basically a version of paradise after they die. Oh. And yeah, there are a couple of slummy areas like the mail room in Tartarus where the evil dead suffer, <laughs> at least for a while, if not for all eternity. But there are reincarnation options. There's like do-overs. Like it's very complicated. Anyway. Got it. So Thanatos, Hades, and Tartarus. Three different things. Got it. Now. Got it. Got it. The other thing Thanatos is the outside sales. Mm -hmm. Hades is the CEO. Tartarus is the name of the company. Perfect. Got it. (laughs) So, remember how in the Olympic Games episodes we talked about how hot and dry Greece can be, especially in the summer? Oh, yes. There's that river that's supposed to run by the Olympic site and uh, provide fresh flowing water for sanitation and drinking, except it doesn't because it dries up and everybody just shits in the riverbed. Mm -hmm. So drought was definitely a thing that was basically always on King's minds, including Sisyphus. Oh. Because, you know, no water, drought, revolution. Shit happens. Put a pin in that. Okay. So... Both of the versions of, you know, the origin stories start with Zeus being unable to keep his dick in his chitin. Surprise. Oh, please. Like, th- that's... Legit. Copy-paste. Copy-paste. <laughs> Copy-paste. Copy-paste. <laughs> Episode 3942 of Zeus not being able to keep it in his pants. Copy-paste. <laughs> he sees a beautiful young maiden named Agena. And falls in lust with her. Uh-huh. Agena is the daughter of a local river god named Asopos. These names sound familiar, too. Well, Agena uh, mm-hmm. became the name of an island. Also, you might be thinking Aegean, but that's not exactly where Aegean came from. But yeah. Anyway. Okay. And Asopos does not have anything to do with Aesop. So. Oh, okay. Different. Totally different spelling. Yep. Actually. Yes. Anyway. So anyway. Zeus is like, hey, how you doing? And carries her off. Uh, Mm -hmm. No word on whether he changes himself into any form of animal, but (laughs) who knows what happens in the privacy of the bedroom. Um, And the more I read about it, the more I'm like, her abduction is actually going to be another episode because, oh my God, really? Zeus? Hera? Ants? Ants? Ants. Okay. We'll get to that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Write that shit down. Yeah, I'm writing it down. Asopos is frantic looking for his daughter okay as you would be um because he doesn't know that zeus has abducted her turns out sisyphus saw zeus and agena 
and he gives Asopos the clue he has been looking for in his search for his daughter. But before you go thinking Sisyphus did Asopos a solid out of the goodness of his heart, turns out Sisyphus is a little snitch and only told Asopos in return for the river god causing a spring of fresh water to flow from the top of the Acropolis in Corinth. Wow. Because remember, hot okay. drought, fresh water. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. No one is coming out well in this <laughs> story. Nobody. <sighs> yeah. So once Zeus is done messing with Aegina, he goes after Sisyphus for revenge, ordering that he be taken to Tartarus. Both origin stories basically agree up to this point. Okay. Now, one version says that Zeus sent Thanatos to collect Sisyphus and to chain him up as punishment. Sisyphus. Okay. Got it. You know, gets collected and, you know, he's trying to make small talk with Thanatos and he's like, wow, look at those chains. Those are so cool. Can you show (laughs) me how they work? Like, I bet nobody is as good as you as using magical chains to chain people up. Oh, dear. Thanatos is touched by Sisyphus's interest because, after all, no one ever really thinks to ask about his work or how his day is going. No one cares. No one loves him. Except once he demonstrates, he now realizes he has been tricked and is chained up and trapped. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sucks to suck. Credit to Lucy Carabolo. Also, (sighs) I feel like there was kind of a situation like this with Tyr and Fenrir. I, yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah. Mm -hmm. Not quite the same, especially since no one lost a hand or faith in humanity as a result. And Fenrir was innocent. Yeah. Fenrir was not an a-hole. Yeah. He he was, he was just a sweet little innocent soul. Right? Right. My Good boy. Poor, my poor little boy. So anyway, <clears throat> Sisyphus leaves Than- Thanatos chained up and escapes back to Corinth and goes back to being an everyday dickbag king. Mm, fun. Okay. The trouble with Thanatos, the trouble is Thanatos, death being tied up and unable to do his job, means oh. no one is dying. Mm. <clears throat> the old and sick are suffering without any release. Warriors hack each other up on the field of battle, but nobody dies. (gasps) Which apparently takes all the fun out of life for Ares, the god of war. Yeek. Ares is like... Somebody else off. (laughs) Well, he's like, you're fucking ruining my show, man. You're ruining my show. (laughs) You're you're harshing my vibe. Um, So Ares goes and frees Thanatos who then goes after Sisyphus with a vengeance. And wow, I would not want to be the one to have a pissed off god of death coming after them. Right? Just saying. Oh my God. So Thanatos drags him back to Tartarus, where Zeus sentences him to eternal sets of 30 boulder pushes. Wow. Except okay. right before he gets taken by Thanatos, and he knows he's about to die, Sisyphus instructs his wife, Merope, to not hold a funeral for him and to okay. just throw his body in the public square. Okay. There's an ulterior motive there. Yes. Put a pin in that. Okay. Sisyphus gets to Tartarus and it turns out that Persephone, the wife of Hades, is going to be mm-hmm. his personal trainer that day and supervise oh. his boulder pushes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sisyphus 
explains that he would totally be doing these boulder pushes, except he needs to go back up to the world of the living because he needs to scold his wife, Marope, for not burying him properly. Oh, dear. Because, of course, it's her fault. Of course it is. Ugh. Okay. So he actually does escape and lives the rest of his natural life until he dies of old age and gets sent right fucking back to Tartarus to serve out the rest of his punishment of pushing the boulder up the hill for eternity. Oh, my God. So he only delayed it. Yeah, which is totally circular and self-referential and meta of the myth, and I see what you're doing there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Now, the second version... Yes. ...has Sisyphus tricking Hades into chaining himself up. Mm, I'm not buying this one. Right. And also, in both versions, sometimes the chains are... uh, interpreted as either chains or a giant sack or the eternal darkness that death brings. But like, I, I don't know. Okay. I didn't want to like dive that deep into it. But anyway, it's Hades who gets chained up. Um, No word on what Persephone thought of it and whether she was (laughs) into it. Um, But as a result, again, no one is dying, and it's right. all the gods, not just Ares, who come after Sisyphus, because since people aren't dying, there's mm-hmm. no real reason to make sacrifices to the gods or even believe oh. in them to ensure a good afterlife. Oh, snap. If that isn't just a little theological bombshell that always gets overlooked in this myth. Mm. I mean, yeah. if we weren't afraid of death, mm-hmm. would we need to believe in heaven and hell and God? Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So literally, the gods tell Sisyphus, sure, he can live his life back in the world of the living, but they will all work to make those remaining years so miserable, he will wish he was back in Tartarus on boulder duty. So... He gives up. It's a choice of two evils. So he gives up. Now, in this version of the story, Persephone is once again assigned as his personal trainer, and he cons her by acting like, how on earth did I get here? I'm not supposed to be dead. He goes full Karen and asks for the manager. I think there's (laughs) been a mix-up on the reservation. And she lets him go because, like, it's easier to say, yes, the customer is always right than to, like, write the manager. Wow. Um, except once again, he dies of old age and is back to the boulder. Damn. <laughs> so the point is, there literally is no point. There's right. just a boulder and you can't right. fucking avoid the boulder. Right. Oh, my goodness. The fucking end. Yay. <laughs> but we'll be right back after this with questions and shit. Yay. We now return to the Trump Mythology Gals for part two, questions and shit. So, um, there is a lot of artwork with Sisyphus. Like, there are 18th century French paintings, there are Renaissance paintings, there's frescoes, there are vases. Oh my God, there are so many fucking vases. Because apparently people in the ancient world really liked seeing eternal suffering and pointlessness depicted on their jars of olive oil and wine. Okay. 
And um, yeah. yeah, there's a picture of a vase. I just scrolled. Yeah, there is a <laughs> I have to zoom in again. <laughs> As I said, I'm now at that milestone age. <laughs> Everything is on like 150 zoom. Oh, 200. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there he is. It's one of these like urns. I don't know another word yeah, to describe it's a vase. it. It's a jug yeah. vase. Jug. There's another word. Yep. And it's the the base of it is like that orangish yellow mm-hmm. color and the picture is in black and you can see there's on the right a dude with a big boulder and it looks like it's trying to go uphill and there's other people in the image as well i'm uh, guessing this is this is uh, a lady holding wheat. I, I presume it's a lady. They all wore robes, so uh, my yeah. apologies if I got that wrong. But I'm guessing <laughs> that. Let me see if I can get it right. Um, Persephone's mom wasn't she like harvest goddess yes. of some sort? Is that who that is? And I've blanked well, out the name. I actually don't know because oh, I just got grabbed this picture of a vase from the British Museum without like mm-hmm. reading too deep into who the other characters depicted on right. the vase were because I it could be Persephone herself and Hades is next to her. Um and oh, it could okay. be Thanatos, the old man depicted oh at the far end. Yep. But I I also don't know. Like I'm not going to you know um I'm not going to go out there and assert something I'm not certain of. But, eh, gotcha. you know, we've mentioned a bunch of characters. Could be any of them. Right. Fun. Yeah. So lots of vases. Like, <laughs> so many vases. <laughs> um, I mentioned Socrates wanted to meet Sisyphus. Uh, yeah. So in Plato's Republic, uh, was it the Republic or the Apology? One of the two. Um, he describes Socrates wanting to meet Sisyphus, uh, and Socrates, our favorite asshole philosopher Mm. is looking forward to going to the underworld so he can meet various famous people from history and see if they are as wise as they think they are. Uh, spoiler, they're not. And Socrates is still an asshole because basically what he wants to do is bait them and set them up to make them look like more idiots than they already are. (laughs) Uh, third point, yeah. we have a Star Trek reference. Oh. So one of Sisyphus's siblings is named Tanagra, which is also the okay. name of an ancient Greek city. <clears throat> um, in Star Trek The Next Generation Season 5 episodes, Darmok, there's a key phrase, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. And... That phrase has come to be an inside joke and has been translated in like the inside joke language of fans to mean working together. And um, basically all I'm going to say is the joke is on Star Trek for using an ancient Greek reference because no ancient Greeks from mythology ever wanted to work together, ever. Like, the one time they did try was the Iliad and look what happened there. I'm just saying the war <laughs> did not go well. And the voyage home was even worse. <laughs> anyway. Live long and prosper. <laughs> right. 
And, but the funny part is like when my my dad loved Star Trek and Star Wars, mm-hmm. but like Star Trek was our thing growing up. He and right. I used to watch the episodes and it was just our dad daughter thing. And mm-hmm. so I remember this uh, particular episode, Darmok um, and the Darmok and Jalada Tanagra, because the whole point is um, Picard is stranded on this uh, planet with this alien and their species only communicates through um, allegory and oh. s- symbolism. So, you know, this alien is frustrating him by telling him this tale over and over. And eventually he gets Picard understands, oh, it means work together. It means this, it means that. And it's kind of an interesting take on how, you know, another alien language could have evolved or how they conceptualize communication, blah, blah, blah. But I remember right. as soon as I saw Tanagra in Sisyphus's family tree, I'm like, oh my God, Darmak and Jalada Tanagra. <laughs> that just came right out of the depths of my brain. And I was like, <laughs> fuck me, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another point. Uh, mm-hmm. Albert Camus. Yes. Our little oh, French yeah. philosopher. Yeah. So I'm not going to go into all of Camus philosophy, but you know, when I make a joke about existential despair yeah. and the point of everything just being sort of pointless and absurd and random and that just, you know, feeling of smoke a cigarette and have a sip of sherry because it doesn't really matter in the end. Right. That's Camus. Ah, okay. And he did say at the end of his essay about Sisyphus that um, the struggle itself towards the height is enough to fill a man's heart. One must imagine Sisyphus happy. Okay. So if you just read that quote in isolation, Right. He's like, well, you know, he's just saying life has the meaning that we give it and you got to look on the bright side. Except if you, if that's all you know of Camus and uh, that's all you've ever read of Camus. (laughs) Yeah. You're not missing. You're this close. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. He's being sarcastic. Oh, okay. He's giving uh, you he's giving you the French existentialist. Eh, if it makes you happy to imagine that you have uh, meaning in life, then great. Be happy. Have meaning in life. I personally think you're an idiot. Oof. <laughs> okay. Like that's literally got it. it, got it. Yeah. So <clears throat> finally I found a reference to physics. <gasps> Very cool. I don't do math, but the explanation ma- mentions a boulder, so seems legit. Other Jen, if you would. This is from Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Wikipedia, take it with a grain of salt. In ultra-low temperature physics, Sisyphus cooling, the Sisyphus effect, or polarization gradient cooling involves the use of specially selected laser light hitting atoms from various angles to both cool and trap them in a potential, well, effectively rolling the atom Wait, ugh. trap them in a potential well, effectively rolling the atom down a hill of potential energy until it has lost its kinetic energy. Okay, I I understood that maybe about 30%, but holy crap, that's really cool. 
right? The 30% that I can grasp of I'm that. like, I understand each of these individual words, but put them together. <laughs> I can sort of understand, but nah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, not, not yeah. my wheelhouse. I would love to have an expert in physics weigh in on this. Um, it makes just, me I, think of when I, um, like a trick shot that I saw in pool, like mm-hmm. billiards, billiards pool, you know, the, the yeah. stick, stick hitting the balls around the table. Um, <clears throat> there's a trick shot where you hit low and the ball will go out, but then come back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that little sort of spinning thing. Yes. And so that's kind of what this makes me think of a little bit, where it's effectively you're you're losing the kinetic energy, mm-hmm. but you're still it's still moving. Yeah. And yeah, so it, that's my my very elementary grasp of this very complex physics explanation here. Maybe if one of our listeners understands physics better than us and can <laughs> Put this in, oh, kindergarten terminology. (laughs) (laughs) Explain it as if you were featured on Sesame Street. (laughs) There we go. Exactly. Reach out to us. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And we'll include all the ways you can at the very end. Yeah. Finally, Twitter had some (laughs) amazing, not clapbacks, but expressions of existential despair (laughs) okay (laughs) and uh, I thought you could read some of them oh this is fun I'm just I'm loving the name the usernames yeah oh my god I love it yeah the Tim Reaper (laughs) right this is awesome Sisyphus is a metaphor about how if you spend every day of your existence rolling a boulder up a hill you are going to be in extremely good shape (laughs) (laughs) yep oh my god okay you read the next one while i blow my nose (laughs) (laughs) well instead of that i'm going to i'm going to save that one for you because i really want you to read that one instead while you do that i am going to um uh read our reply to this Only on Twitter can Sisyphus become the new CrossFit trend. Poor bastard. But yeah, it was. Yeah. (laughs) If I didn't mute myself to blow my nose, I was going to sneeze and it was going to be a disaster. It was going to be loud. (laughs) Oh, and and a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nobody needs, we won't go any further on that little description. Nobody needs to know. Okay, um, Eduardo Garcia Molina. Yeah, the TikTok lady is right, and Sisyphus is actually grinding in a fitness plan to better himself. Just like Prometheus's punishment is actually a lesson that we should eat raw liver daily. And actually, that's kind of a subtle joke reference too, because <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this guy, the Liver King. No. Apparently, he's like this weirdo manosphere sigma male fitness kook who claimed he got super, super buff by eating raw meat and Uh. raw organ meat 
And <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so against medical advice. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Next um, one. The next one. Am I reading Big Man Off Campus? So first then- read the uh the quoted tweet. So the, the the lower one is the first comment, and yes. then the, the one above it is the response. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yes. I know Twitter. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, okay. So first we have Sick Public Transit Gloria. Which is a play on Sick Transit Gloria. All glory passes, but Sick Public Transit Gloria. Okay. <laughs> uh, GM, I'm guessing that means good, good morning. morning. Good morning to the TikTok lady who said the myth of Sisyphus is about the value of having a good daily routine and that Sisyphus is happy because he is getting more swole every time he pushes the boulder up. My brain gets hot like an old laptop thinking about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> My current laptop gets hot. <laughs> right? Same. Oh, Hi. Oh, this is Big Man Off Campus. <laughs> Love this. <laughs> Hi, classicist here. This is very misleading. We actually have no sources on what his macros were like or whether he incorporated progressive overload at all. And so it is irresponsible to speculate about his gains. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I just scrolled to the next picture. <laughs> Okay, so Ersatz doctor. <clears throat> this person just made a picture of one must imagine Sisyphus swole, and it's basically it, the worst overroided bodybuilder. Yeah, it, it's it does. I don't even know if this is this has to be like photoshopped to exaggeration. Oh yeah. I, I really hope this is photoshopped to exaggeration, <laughs> not a legit person out there. But you never know, though. Like almost, like, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Extreme muscles pushing a boulder up a hill. Yeah, <laughs> this dude with a like a military buzz cut. Um, yeah, pushing a boulder up a hill. Yeah, it's like damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then we have somebody, Dave Channel. Yeah, but read oh. the first one. Read the Money Doug. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone should have to bear the f- the psychic damage I did when I saw this video. And I guess it's the video of the... The young lady, yes. The young lady. Then Dave says, in other news, everything you touch turning to gold is great if you don't like being touched. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these are gold, literally, legit. (laughs) But I don't think Twitter would be dunking on this young woman if she hadn't done a participation trophy double down. Right. And she basically, she's like, you mad? Well, I'm still right because this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. But like so many issues we're having today, this whole thing comes from someone taking their opinion, which they have a right to, and presenting it as fact. Yeah. You have a right yeah. to your opinion, but your opinion may not always be right. That right. 
is a fact. Exactly. And we've lost the ability to accept graciously when we are wrong because it imperils our precious participation trophy-driven egos. Mm -hmm. So no shade on her personally, but, you know, if you're going to put something out out there, double down and not take it like a grown-up, suffice it to say her boulder is back at the bottom of the hill. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Yeah, but the myth of Sisyphus. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, this... Yeah, this seems very on brand for 2023. <laughs> right? 2022. 2023 didn't get the memo about 2022, apparently. <laughs> it did not. It did not. Yeah. So this is, yeah. Um, I, I need more tea. I need and more alcohol. In my <laughs> right. Tea. Oh my God. Oh, the oh, rage. Yeah. I know you're happy. I, I share your rage against this lady. It's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is not, this is not a be happy about rise and grind. And also rise and grind is not necessarily the the healthiest philosophy. But anyway, yeah. What do we have on the horizon? Well, first of all, we did get a Fenrir mention in. Oh, yes. And I was working on one and you, you, you got it in there before I did. You know, I was just doing my best, babe, doing my best for you. And um, we haven't even said like for 2023 that that's going to continue, but yeah, I think it has to. I mean, we have a couple of months to make up for anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> so next week is Valentine's Day. Oh shit! Add that to the grocery, <laughs> like the shopping list. <laughs> well, so ah, what the uh, last year, um, we did you if you want a good laugh go back and listen to our episode from last year where we had friends of the pod send in relationship advice questions that that was fun the various gods but suffice yeah. it to say we'll be doing something else for valentine's day this year and it'll be Thank fun you. yes it'll be fun but we just don't have the plan the pre-planning for something big thank you covid fucking yeah but i will pull it off don't worry yeah i will put something together that's bound to stagger and enrage yes yeah okay yeah yeah all right um so yeah uh yeah here we go in the meantime (laughs) while you're waiting for that and for us to get our act together subscribe yourselves to our social media scrolls we are on the gram at drunk mythology gals we're on tiktok apparently (laughs) drunk mythology gals we're on the web at drunk mythology gals dot com oh yeah that's right there's a dot com at the end of that (laughs) whatever We're on Patreon, as we mentioned earlier, <laughs> patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals, where we will tell you guys the story about Bob the driver. That's right. And for as little as yeah. $3 a month, you too can become a pantheon god mm-hmm. for us. You can, also, you can also email us. We don't check the email. We, email we at have, your own risk. We have dropped the ball on email and because of mono covid we just were never on the ball we were never even holding the ball we were like looking at the ball from a distance thinking oh that's a nice ball to have somebody should go pick it up (laughs) yeah and it's got oh we don't we don't even know where the ball is anymore at this point (laughs) it's a free range ball (laughs) yeah apparently it's attached to an email address 
gals at drunkmythologygals.com. That's <laughs> right. And finally, special thanks to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound. And thanks again to all of you for joining us. Please subscribe, say, uh, leave a rating or review and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they're like, hey, um, I just started a candle slash nail slash supplement slash uh, fitness business. And I would love if you would join us. Uh, you know, I've got a party and it's going to be a lot of fun and there's some opportunities for you. Don't do it. <laughs> Finally, Don't. always remember if the gods and mortals named Sisyphus can behave badly, <laughs> then so can you. <laughs>